What Arsenal achieved today was in all formats of the game simply and utterly spectacular. And that leads me right into Dwayne's All-Encompassing Life podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. And yes, we've undergone some changes and we have now enlarged the spectrum to including podcast episodes about myself, disclosing some personal information about myself, about my life experiences. But the primary focus will remain on sports episodes. Now, Arsenal have just completed a phenomenal comeback. They were down after just nine seconds, thanks to a goal from Philip Billing. They were down 2-0 after 57 minutes, and they managed to still win the game in the 97th minute, thanks to a goal from Reese Nelson. A beautiful strike in the end, you have to say. And this comes just over... One and a half months after Arsenal beat Manchester United in stoppage time at home. And Eddie Nketiah was the hero then. This time it's Reese Nelson. And, you know, throughout the course of the match, your, your mind always ponders. It goes from, hmm, Arsenal losing, City won today. So the gap between City and Arsenal is two points. <gasps> but suddenly Arsenal scored. And they've added a second one. Ooh, now it's back to three points. But um, the fact that they were able, were able to, to, to come back again and demonstrate and show and put on display their class and their resilience to fight back and to never give up and, and to have that belief that was instilled by Arteta to, to, to unite and unify as a team and to play as a team, and to um, be victorious in such a fashion that absolutely deserves, is, is commendable, and it deserves to be crowned with champions come the final game day. Um, and, you know, obviously, yes, City and Arsenal do have a game where they both play each other, and it's gotten to the point where at this stage, I think it's fair to say that, yes, Arsenal still have, they have Chelsea, they have Man City, they have Brighton, and they have Newcastle remaining. And, and those fixtures in the, in the latter stages of their season. But what they have managed to show us, show every fan out in the world, is so impressive that it just genuinely leads me to believe that they actually can do it. Ever since they lost one nothing against Everton, and then they had that downstretch where they drew against Brentford and then lost to City, I thought, okay, City have cracked Arsenal, they have figured them out how to outplay them, and this is where the tables turn. But Arsenal came back, and did it in dramatic fashion against Aston Villa. They beat Leicester. They blanked Everton in the second match. And now they've done it in remarkable fashion at the Emirates Stadium in front of a crowd that went electric when Reese Nelson put that shot in. Um, I'm obviously incredibly elated for every Arsenal fan out there. 
because these are the proving and defining moments of of a season and this is where things will either spiral out of control or you tighten your grip and arsenal have are, are showing people that that you know they have changed drastically and they have improved massively and arteta has been able to get the best out of out of all of the individual star players uh, on the on the on the on the on the pitch and i mean what uh, you know you have to give some individual players credit undoubtedly you know i think without thomas party who's back um arsenal would have probably lost the game he obviously scored scored the goal um and ben white coming from the bench and 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 and, and playing his part and i think that real his assistance and 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 his 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 defensive qualities um, just really highlighted that Arsenal, even without Odegaard and Saka and Martinelli, they can still have goal scorers. You know, it doesn't have have to gen- naturally be that front three or front four. Um, that also other players can score and create chances and work together as a team. And you know, I'm 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 as as a neutral, um, Arsenal deserve it. You know, they've they've. When it when it has come down to the the, the 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 most tight of moments and and as where where you're as a fan you're biting your nails and you're the on the edge of your seat Arsenal have really solidified their position and they have played their best football and that deserves they deserve to be crowned champions in in every shape of or way um, we'll get into the other results. Right now, but I just had to say that Arsenal spectacular, um, and I yes I understand that Man City and Arsenal still play each other, but um, it's looking like I'm not going to say done deal, but it's looking like they've they've they they've brought the hardest part behind each uh, themselves, and. Um, Huge praise towards Mikel Arteta and the courage that he's mustered to to get the best out of them and 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 they're they're proved that you know there there are some people in the squad you know with with a proven track record and that seems to be the 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 the, 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 the those fine margins that play such a huge role and and Arsenal have really managed to. To turn it around and and they're on the precipice of accomplishing the great, um, and it will be really really thrilling and entertaining to see how the season culminates. Um, and yes, so going moving to the other results. Obviously, we still have the second or third, depending on which way you regard the fixtures. We still have the second, in my opinion, most. Um, interesting and appealing fixture in store. Manchester United, or should I say Liverpool, take on Manchester United at Anfield. That game will start tomorrow at 5pm. But um, talking about the results, um, obviously myself as a Leeds fan, it was a disappointing afternoon as Leeds have failed to yet, yet again get off the mark. They did beat Southampton last week. It wasn't the most 
um, entertaining and, um, you know, pulsating of performances. And it wasn't, you know, very convincing, but we did it and we got over the line. This time we were unlucky against Chelsea. Chelsea were the, you know, by in large stretches, they were the, the better team, um, you know, leads ultimately at the end. They, 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 they threw everything up front, but it was, it wasn't enough. And um, going forward, I, I'm, I, th- I'm really unsure and I'm, I'm skeptical of how things will unfold, because Leeds haven't shown any sign of improvement, um, despite their new, new additions. And yes, you, you could argue that give, Gracia time to adapt and to establish his system, but time is ultimately running out. And Leeds find themselves just one point away from twentieth place, um, and it's not a position that you you want to be in. Um, and you know Leeds are a team that have failed to 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 make the better um, of their chances, and and that's sort of been the the way something that has highlighted and stood out for Leeds this season and going forward. Um, needs to be changed. As for Chelsea, um, I think it was important for them to get their first win uh, f- since the 15th of January when they beat Crystal Palace at home 1-0. But since then, they've struggled to find form and especially score goals. Um, their most recent loss coming to Tottenham when they lost 2-0. Um, and I think that that win will ease the pressure um, at Potter at Chelsea for Potter and um, yeah I mean going forward obviously a pretty pretty poor outcome for Leeds and and for Chelsea still uncertain but it uh, eases the pressure Brighton West Ham yeah for nothing Um, yeah I mean West Ham also uh, on the slippery slope of things they still stand uh, they're, they're, they're 16th, only one point ahead of Leeds. And this was a team, keep in mind, this was a team that was in contention for Europa League on the verge of reaching the Champions League only two years ago. And the fact that they were blown away by Brighton just shows the sheer quality in Brighton. The fact that they were able to place Trossard and all the players that they lost um is fantastic and and also for for their team but um especially especially um for McAllister and and Mitoma who's who's really risen in form um and yeah i mean the future remains uncertain in london for west ham as for brighton they continue their push towards Potential Europa League, I don't know. Who knows? Um, on the other hand, we have Wolverhampton completing a stunning and remarkable, not comeback, but a hurdle to overcome the inf- more or less informed Tottenham who did lose last, who did surprisingly lose um, in the FA Cup. So I guess, I guess they've been hit, hit and miss. Um... So yeah, that 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 helps Wolves um, get out of the relegation battle, 
Um, they now have 27 points. Adama Traore sort of um, sc- scoring the goal, although their their game, their victory was largely overshadowed by Diego Costa's injury, so we wish him the best. Uh, and Tottenham, Tottenham remain, I don't know. In my opinion, they're a mess. They don't have a real system. Diego Conte needs to get back, get healthy, and... Um, it's always yeah defensively they 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 look terrible terrible um and they you know they've pro- profited massively um from Harry Kane so um we'll see if Spurs do manage to to finish in the top 4 they do have two games uh two games uh in hand um and they're four points ahead of Newcastle so we'll see um as for the game the the final game, um, midday game or or early evening, Aston Villa beat Crystal Palace and Crystal Palace, are remain the only team this calendar year that have not scored a goal. Quite astonishing, to be honest, and we can't count Joachim Anderson's own goal. We can't, um, and you know even though. You know, let's add this. Even though they're twelfth, they haven't scored a goal this calendar year. So it's um, it's amazing how how they can sort of only gradually in small steps either go up or go down. And other teams like Leeds and West Ham, who who, who usually score at least one goal, they just continue to fall fall down the Premier League. Um. So, you know, Villa have been on a recent up. Um, obviously highlighted by Ollie Watkins, the England international that will undoubtedly feature in the future. And yeah, as for the f- the final game of today, sort of a um a uh, a, a game of the of the lower seeded teams, Southampton took on Leicester and beat Leicester, which leaves the Foxes without a win in their last three games. They haven't scored since they beat Tottenham four one. Um, so we'll see wh- how things pan out for them, and the state of uh, if Brendan Rodgers will remain. Their coach and Southampton, it was a much needed win to get under their belt, and to um, they equal with Leeds on points. So yeah, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review there, and yeah, I'll the next podcast episode hopefully we'll be able to get the special guest on, and I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be a sports one. The next one, or if it will be um, something a bit more personal and something that I've had an encounter with. But it's a special topic and a special guest, um, and I can't wait to share it with you. All right. Love to you all. Peace.